Welcome to the Retirement Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Greg Gonzalez. My goal for the podcast is to help you live a better life in retirement by giving you the tools and information you need in a language that you can understand. This is episode number 98. And on this week's episode, we're going to be discussing the five issues that you want to think about before you retire. Now, this list is not an exhaustive list. This is five issues that I see time and time again that pre-retirees go into retirement and sometimes they forget about and they can have a huge impact on your retirement. So if you've got retirement on your mind, maybe it's this year, maybe it's five years from now, you want to start having these conversations either with yourself, with family, with friends, with your spouse, to see how you plan to address these different issues. Now, depending on your family, depending on your goals and your situation, some of these five issues may not apply to you. Others will. But you'll be able to kind of get a feel for how important these issues are and how they need to be addressed ahead of time. They need to be talked about and thought about and planned for. So we'll talk about those five issues that you need to think about before you retire on today's episode. Before we jump into that, I wanted to remind listeners, many listeners are new to the podcast, and and that's certainly okay, and we welcome you to check out our website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. That's retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. You can listen to previous episodes right there on the website. But I want you to check out three different things in the resources tab that are available for free. Everything I have available on the website is absolutely free. I'm coming out with three steps to retirement planning. The first two steps I already have available right there on my website. I'm working on the third and going to be releasing that really soon. But the first step is my blueprint to a dream retirement. That's the first thing you want to download. Blueprint to a Dream Retirement. Again, it's under the Resources tab. Download that. If you're married, have a date night. Fill that out with your spouse. And think about what a dream retirement looks like to you. It's not going to sound good to other people. It's going to sound fantastic to you. What is that old quote? What does it say? It says, you got to have a dream if you want a dream to come true. And the first step is really figuring out what you want. Do you want to work part-time in retirement? Do you want to retire to Florida, to the villages? Do you want to start a business? Do you want to pay off your home? Do you want to buy a lake house? So the first step is download and fill out that blueprint to a dream retirement. Step number two is fill out our budgeting tool. It's right there in the resources tab. And what the budgeting tool is, is it's trying to get a sense of how much you're going to be spending in retirement based on what your vision is. What are your fixed expenses? What are your discretionary expenses? So that's step number two, is getting a sense of how much it's going to cost to fund your retirement every single month. That budgeting tool is free. Download it right there. And what many people find is, is that doing the blueprint to a dream retirement and completing that first, that may tell you that, hey, there's some expenses in retirement based on my dreams and visions that aren't in my current lifestyle. And I need to add those to the budgeting tool because I'm going to have some expenses in retirement that are not currently on my radar that I'm not currently paying because they're going to pop up once I retire. 
You know, for example, if you bought a lake house upon retirement or a lake condo, well, guess what? You're going to have expenses associated with that that you don't currently have in your budget. And I tell people, hey, in retirement, every day's a Saturday. So guess what? You're probably going to eat out more and possibly spend more in retirement if you're like a lot of people. I look at my spending throughout the entire week. I spend the most on the weekends. So check those two resources out. Again, the Blueprint to a Dream Retirement and the Budgeting Tool right there underneath the Resources tab. And if you do have questions about your retirement, please submit those at the bottom. It'll say, Ask Greg a Question. If we have time this week, I got a really good question from somebody. I've never been asked this question before. It was kind of a question that really threw me for a curve. So we'll see if we can get to that. Let's jump into the five issues to think about before you retire. Issue number one, and these are not in any particular order. It was just a list that I have kind of accumulated over the past 12 months or so that different couples have run into as they're trying to plan for retirement. So issue number one is, what are your thoughts on leaving a legacy or an inheritance to kids, grandkids, if you have any, or maybe it's a sizable gift to your church or some foundation or charity that you're very passionate about? And what does that look like to you? And a follow-up question to that is in regards to kids, grandkids, and thinking about your family, kids, grandkids, to what extent do you want to have an impact in your kids' and grandkids' lives financially? And let me give you an example of what I mean by that. I have some clients that will pay for the private school education of their grandkids. We're talking like K through 12 here. So really, how much do you plan on being involved in your kids' grandkids' lives, financially speaking here? Now, when you think about this, and and I speak with different couples, husband and wife, the wife may want to leave a very sizable inheritance to the kids and grandkids, and the husband may have a different perspective or opinion, right? He may say, no, let's take care of us first, whereas the wife is more nurturing, has that maternal instinct and says, no, I I really want to have a sizable inheritance that we can leave as a legacy to our kids and our grandkids. That would be very meaningful to me. So sometimes spouses kind of disagree on this topic. I have other couples that both are on the same page and say, hey, we've really helped our kids and grandkids. We've helped them all along the way. They're doing just as well as we are. They've got great careers. The the grandkids are doing fantastic. They're in a great spot. So we really want to take care of ourselves first and foremost in retirement. They've got a great life and we're so proud of them. So what I'm getting at here is if you're married, you want to be on the same page with your spouse and to have that conversation and talk about this issue ahead of time. And if it's very, very important to one of you to leave a sizable inheritance or legacy to your kids and grandkids, well, that has to go into your retirement plan because your retirement plan is trying to make sure that the money lasts as long as you do. But not only that, if we need to plug in a figure here that there's going to be a a sizable inheritance left even after the two of you have passed away. So that needs to be planned for. Issue number two, do you plan to downsize or relocate upon retirement or soon after, either going closer to kids, grandkids, family, like brothers and sisters, nieces, nephews, or you go into a warmer climate or a place like Florida with lower taxes, warmer climate? Now, this is a big one. 
because a lot of people have existing mortgages that that they want to get paid off. But if you're going to be relocating or downsizing anyway, does it really make sense to get that mortgage paid off if you're just going to move six months later? Also, if you're going to be moving to a state like Florida, where there's definitely an advantage from a tax standpoint, well, that's going to play into your retirement plan and the decisions that are made as far as things like Roth conversions, where, okay, if we do a conversion in the state of Florida, we have no state income tax. So maybe we'll wait to do those Roth conversions until we're finally moved in in Florida and Florida residents. How is this move, either downsizing or moving going to impact your budget and your cash flow? Are you going to have now HOA fees to deal with if you're in a community like in Florida we talked about? Are the property taxes going to be higher? How about utility bills? Are those projected to be higher to where you're moving? Or are they actually going to decrease if you're going to be downsizing? Next issue is issue number three. I cannot tell you how many baby boomers, how many clients issue number three has impacted. I've seen it firsthand. It's impacted my parents, for example. Just think of the average retiree in this country. The most popular age, as we've talked about on many podcasts, is 62. That's the most common age to retire in this country. So issue number three is, what is a 62-year-old couple, what are they facing at that point? Well, if they have children, maybe they're helping with adult children. They're getting started in their careers. They've got student loan debt, that kind of thing. But also, they're the sandwich generation. So think about their parents, a 62-year-old couple, they may have parents in their 80s or 90s that they're helping out with. So issue number three is, we need to talk about this, are your parents still living? If they're living, how is their health? How far away do they live from you? If your goal is to move to Florida to retire, well, who's going to take care of mom and dad back home once their health starts to decline? Do you have brothers and sisters that can help mom and dad with their care and their needs? I'll tell a quick story about my own mother. My own mother was the oldest of three, and both of her parents were local. Both of her siblings were local as well. But her siblings were younger, and they were both working. So guess what? My mother retired. She had all these dreams. We're going to travel. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Well, guess what? At the same time she retired, both her mom and dad's health, my grandparents, it started to kind of deteriorate pretty quickly. So guess who was in charge of taking her parents to doctor's visits, to get her mom's hair done, helping them go grocery shopping, helping run all the errands that they had? It was my mom, the oldest and only retired child of my grandparents. So they really, really relied on her. And she went to more doctor's appointments. She did all their shopping. She helped cook for them. The first couple years of her retirement were focused on taking care of mom and dad. So keep that in mind. Who's going to take care of mom and dad and what's that going to look like? Issue number four, what is your plan to pay for your own care once the time comes? Will you get a long-term care policy or will you self-insure? Do you know how much it might cost 20 to 30 years from now when you might need the care? I know, for example, here in Missouri, it's about $8,000 a month for assisted living private care. Now, it may be quite a bit less if you are pricing care in a less urban area, you know, in a more rural area. I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, and about $8,000 a month is the cost for really quality care. And that's the price today. So what is the price going to be in 20 or 30 years? And I have some clients joke and they say, oh, well, I'm not going to have to pay for that. I'll just move in with my kids. 
Well, that goes along with the old joke that they say, be nice to your kids because one day they're going to pick where you go for your long-term care. So that's an issue that you want to talk about ahead of time is, okay, one day we're going to need this care or we might need this care. What is our plan to pay for that? And the last issue, issue number five, that you want to think about before you retire is what big expenses, what large expenses do you have on the horizon as you get close to retirement? And these large expenses, these large upcoming expenses need to be accounted for in your retirement plan. Now, what do I mean by these large, big expenses? It could be a new vehicle purchase. Your old vehicles might be shot. They may have 200,000 miles on them. They're just worn out, right? So a new vehicle purchase is a perfect example of that. It may be a, a home improvement, like a new deck, a kitchen remodel. It may be paying off a mortgage, the balance on a mortgage. I've seen this a few times uh, recently, I guess, since COVID. What about the purchase of a big camper or a small camper? What about paying for a a future wedding if you have any daughters, granddaughters? What about paying off your son or daughter's student loan? So think about those big expenses that that are on the horizon between now and retirement. Believe me, as a retirement planner, I have learned to ask these questions about these big upcoming expenses. And I'm not talking about like a $2,000 vacation. I'm talking about like a $40,000 deck that you're adding onto your home. I'm talking about $30,000 vehicle purchase, something like that. And what I'm really trying to say here is you have to plan ahead for these big purchases, for these big expenses. You don't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to go buy a $40,000 camper. And I just want to strongly encourage people to plan ahead for these big expenses, right? And I call them expenses, but they're really your goals, your dreams, your visions, right? If someone says, hey, I want to have a condo at Lake of the Ozarks. I want to have a 30-foot pontoon boat. It's going to cost me X. The condo is going to cost me Y. Okay, these are the goals. These are the dreams. These are the visions that I'm talking about. But you just don't wake up one day and say, I want to buy a 30-foot pontoon boat which is going to cost me $45,000, and you're already retired by that point, it just really messes up your retirement plan versus someone who planned two years ahead of time. Well, great, we can make that happen. We just adjust your retirement plan accordingly. And I'll give you a perfect example of this, what I really, really mean. And I love stories. Stories paint a picture. Everybody loves a good story. I want to be a, a great storyteller one day. I'm still working on it. But I had a client years ago that I helped retire, and he's actually not a current client anymore. I actually told the guy, I don't think I can meet your expectations, and you're working against me, not with me. But here's his story. He retired. We did a great retirement plan for him. He was on track. But he called up one day and said, I want to purchase this $50,000 pontoon boat. And my response was, I thought you already have a $20,000 pontoon boat. He said, yes, I do but I want to buy this $50,000 pontoon boat. In fact, I already bought it. And I was kind of blown away because we had not discussed the purchase of a $50,000 pontoon boat ever before. I thought he was perfectly content with this twenty dollars to $30,000 pontoon boat he already owned. And not only that, we didn't account for it at all in his retirement plan. So, okay, we'll adjust the retirement plan. It's not going to look as good, But then the next week he called and said, I need to buy a bigger truck to pull this bigger pontoon boat. Oh, and I also need a bigger trailer to pull it as well. So there was another 
40, $60,000 that we hadn't accounted for in his plan at all. So you can imagine my surprise as his retirement planner, because I had never known that there was going to be a, a bigger pontoon boat or a bigger, newer vehicle or a trailer added onto that. And where's it going to stop? Are we going to need a, a bigger dock at that point? So even if this big expense, this big goal that you might have is three years, which is 36 months out, you need to talk about that with your retirement planner. So your retirement plan can account for it. Maybe it's your daughter's wedding in five years, and that's going to be $25,000, $30,000. I had mentioned campers, and, and the sale of campers has just been through the roof since COVID, right? They've just been selling out left and right. They can't make them. They can't produce them fast enough. So a lot of people have retirement plans that involve the purchase of a camper. That's fantastic. And I love those kind of goals, but it's something we want to insert and account for in your retirement plan. Because unfortunately, we can't just go out on a whim or most people can't go out on a whim and just buy a $50,000 camper and pay cash without it impacting your retirement plan. So those are five issues that you want to think about and talk about before you retire. We've got just a couple minutes left. I wanted to talk about this question somebody submitted to the website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. And it says, and I'm going to kind of paraphrase here. It says, hello, Greg, we have been working with a broker, and I assume she means like a stockbroker, for 25 years, and he helps us with our investments. But he doesn't seem to know anything about retirement planning topics like social security and all the other topics you talk about on the podcast. In fact, he's never given us any tax advice whatsoever. Would you be willing to work with him and us as we plan for retirement this year? Thanks, Julie. I've never been asked this question before, and, and that's why I picked it. There's a lot of advisors or stockbrokers is what they used to call them, and they help people. Their specialty is picking stocks and, and mutual funds and that kind of thing. And they don't have any kind of specialty in regards to social security planning, retirement planning, tax planning, and I'm not picking on them. Their specialty is being a stockbroker, and that's okay. It's a good profession. But to answer her question... You know, there are some financial planners that are fiduciaries and do more holistic planning. In other words, we want your investment portfolio to work in harmony with all the tax planning that we're doing, beneficiary planning. Everything has to work in harmony with this holistic approach. So I'm a big proponent of retirement planning. And by that, I think everybody needs a retirement plan before they retire. If you were building a home, the first thing your contractor is going to go over with you is the blueprint and what you want to see in your home, in your new home. The same should be expected of your financial advisor. What's your blueprint here? So to answer your question, Julie, just very specifically, no, I, I personally, I would not be interested in working with somebody's stockbroker, just like you wouldn't have two dentists and just like you wouldn't have two different uh, CPAs doing your taxes. I would just kind of stick with one that you like and trust and gives you a great advice that's good for you and your family. So thanks for your question, and I hope that helps. And to all listeners, thank you for tuning in this week. I hope it's been helpful. If you have questions, check out our website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. I'll see you next week. And remember, always dream big. 
The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, please consult your attorney, financial advisor, or tax advisor prior to investing. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member of FINRA, SIPC.